I used to have a problem with American superhero comics. I, I really only read Marvel uh, back in the day. Um, but I, I kind of got into it at a perfect place with Spider-Man uh, because I was reading the tail end of the... Um, there was the Identity Crisis. I got a little bit of background because I think the little blurb... Oh, no, I ended up buying a graphic novel of that. Uh, I bought, I think, all of Onslaught and read that. Um, and that kind of gained or helped me gain a lot of affection for Ben Riley. So... Um, that was pretty cool. And then I think I uh, got into Onslaught first, knew, learned about Ben Riley, and then skipped some time. No, he was still around when uh, MJ was pregnant. So, yeah, I didn't get to see the full rev uh, resolution of the Clone Saga, I guess. But um, anyway, I uh, after that, you know, things drifted. Uh, you know, I heard, I, you know, I stopped reading comics. I heard Spider-Man died, and, uh, or, you know, Peter Parker died. Then there was the whole one more day thing. Uh, I, meanwhile, I think I was, uh, turned off of comics when, uh, about eight years ago, I was collecting Batman comics when he died, too, or b before he died, and then he died, and then, um, you know, that was all undone, and, uh, anyway, I used to really hate that, not be able to stand it, but I've learned to, uh, live with comics the way they are, um, and, uh, you know, find select stories that you, uh, can enjoy that have a beginning, a middle, and an end, and that tell a cohesive narrative, um, you know, not just a string of one-shots together. But uh, if you're not quite ready uh, for that yourself, uh, but you're looking to check out a place to get into comics, I have uh, a great suggestion for you. My name is MJ, I love Spider-Man, and I'm wanting to talk about why you should read Spider-Man Life Story. Spider-Man Life Story makes for a really great jumping on point. Uh, it starts a few years after Spider-Man, or Peter has been Spider-Man, and it has him kind of living in a world that has been tinged by his actions, both his personal life and his alter ego, his professional life, so to speak, as Spider-Man, uh, have gotten things to a boiling point, and we get to see some really interesting, really meaty stuff happen. Uh, there's some great stuff with Norman Osborn and actually Flash Thompson as well. Very important stuff. Uh, then it jumps ahead about 10 years and we get into the 70s and uh, Peter's a little older and a little wiser but he's still haunted by mistakes that he's made. He's kind of to some extent grown past uh, the tragedy with Uncle Ben but he harbors uh, guilt towards uh, another thing and it's interesting to see how uh, things keep happening to him to uh, to keep him kind of on the ropes. And I think my favorite thing about the second chapter of Life Story is just how uh, shocking the events are and how they totally play into the rest of the story. And uh, it does it in a very, I think, fresh and unexpected way. Uh, that really surprised me, especially because um, <laughs> as I was reading through, knowing everything I know about Spider-Man's lore, I thought, oh, this is, this is where this is going to come in, and uh, some things that were kind of, seeds that were planted here didn't sprout really until issue six, which was really a great surprise to me. As much as life story is all about Spider-Man, or you know, Peter, uh, it has a lot of great cameos. Uh, chapter three, Our Secret Wars, uh, ends at the, or, you know, sees Peter in a bit of the secret war, you know, from that big event, I guess, from the comics in the 80s. 
I suppose it was in the 80s. I don't really know the history that well, but I'm pretty sure it was back then. Anyway, lots of great cameos. There's this huge, beautiful splash page um, with the big war going on between everybody. And then uh, there's some, uh, I, I don't want to say, there, there's some very big moments from Spider-Man's history that are uh, woven throughout this story and uh, really interesting, unexpected things happen. And uh, I was moved uh, emotionally by uh, things that happened in this issue, and it was a little bit um, surprising uh, just how it got to me. So uh, anyway, that's chapter three. Chapter four, which takes place in the 90s, is somewhere between an homage and a send-up of the clone saga. Uh, I don't think that's a, a major spoiler or anything. Um, and it's, it really fascinates me. Uh, how they handled it in this issue and it almost made me want to go explore the clone saga on my own I've got Marvel Unlimited so I could check out any of that madness as much as I want to but I was impressed that they were able to take uh, such a storyline that went off the rails I mean it, it, it's infamous the clone saga is uh, and to me it got it got turned into a really compelling little story uh, that almost uh, dealt with I don't know, identity crisis and knowing who you are and losing who you are and I don't know, it was just really fascinating uh, to read and uh, I don't know, maybe there was something really good in the Clone Saga initially and perhaps this captured it in a single comic. Chapter 5 is uh, poignant, uh, I think it has some biting political commentary. Uh, we get to see Peter called out for his crap. Uh, for maybe being too disconnected from the rest of the world and for turning away from it while people are suffering and while things are going badly. Um, but to some extent, it looks like he was right to, uh, to, uh, to be reclusive, a reclusive Spider-Man. Um, gosh, it, it's kind of hard to say um, what the best thing about issue five is. Uh, I will... Uh, well, I don't want to spoil the whole thing, so... Cap gets a really awesome moment in uh, issue five. Not that Cap doesn't get awesome moments all over the place, but um, th this uh, comic in particular made me appreciate the Civil War MCU film, uh, as well as uh, made me feel very strongly for Iron Man, for Tony Stark. I don't think I've felt this strongly about him since, uh, I don't know, man, since that snap. <laughs> um, that third snap, I guess? Was it the third? Anyway, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's not related to comics, so I'm going to stop talking about issue five right now. Chapter six might be my favorite. I don't know. Uh, I really love it. I feel a lot of affection for it. It really digs into uh, Peter's psyche, and gosh, it feels, uh, I don't know, healing. It feels inspirational. Uh, it's beautiful to see this man, this Spider-Man, uh, be such a hero through and through um he uh in issue five he and cap are criticized by tony by iron man as being the best of us and uh you know what they are the best of us or, or at least the best of y'all the, the best of the marvel heroes i think i don't know i haven't read enough really but like it this validated that totally in this at least in this incarnation of spider-man Spider-Man and Cap probably too are some of the best people in the world and uh, it's amazing the the moral strength the resolve uh, the heroism the sacrifice all that stuff is just so beautiful and 
I don't know. There's there's a scene where Peter and May are talking, and um, I think they're like floating heads at one point, and it's just a couple of old people talking to each other, and it was riveting. It was so dang exciting, and it just beautifully built upon everything that had come before, and uh, like all these feelings I have about Spider-Man from outside, and I don't know if this would work as well on someone who doesn't love Spider-Man as much as I do, but this was quality storytelling, and um, even the, the dialogue throughout was good. Uh, it kind of shifted um, with the decades, how it sounded, different words they would use and things like that, but overall, it felt real. Um, there was, you know, family drama going on. Uh, it just, it was so darn good. Um, it was an amazing Spider-Man story, and uh, I'm not ashamed of it, and uh, I, I'm trying not to just talk about this uh, because I, I've already done a review for each issue uh, on its own, um, but I, I really felt like I needed to encapsulate this and get my thoughts out about why this needs to be read, why this needs to be seen by people. Um, yeah. Anyway, to sum up, it made me emotional, uh, it made me scared for Peter, it made me uh, feel inspired to uh, do all the things a Spider-Man can do, like struggle through adversity time and time again. It showed that his life was full of struggle and strife, but he was still able to hold on to joy, and that as an old man, he was able to grow to appreciate that. And uh, gosh, it was just a really great, meaningful story, and I'm glad I read it. And uh, I think you'll enjoy it, and that's why I think you should read Spider-Man Life Story. Thanks for sticking with me. Check out mjmunoz.com for more of my work. I talk about tokusatsu and write original fiction you can find there. I am participating in Tokutember, making tokusatsu-inspired art for the month of September. I'm an aspiring author who will gladly accept your financial support through coffee. Swinging Through Commas can be found on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and mjmunoz.com STC. Relevant links are in the show notes. If you had a good time, like and share this. Subscribe and ring that bell to catch me next time I'm Swinging Through Comics. I almost forgot to add, there is now a playlist, active, live, whatever, uh, on YouTube where you can find the six life story. And then I think I'll have this why you should watch, or why you should read uh, in there as well after those six. And then if I happen to talk about anything else about life story, I'll stick it in there probably. That's it.